Hey, 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 everybody, and welcome to another episode of Life After Life with me, Sandy Byrne. And today in the podcast, I am joined all the way from Florida in the United States by Melissa Caprio. And Melissa is a creator, very artistic lady. We're going to talk about more of that in a minute. She's a photographer, an author. She's also a radio host. She has her own weekly um, radio show and podcast. And she's also the founder of Podcasts. Postcards to the Universe, okay, a movement for manifestation. Now, she's going to tell us all about that in a minute, because that's why I invited her on here to tell us all about manifestation. So, Melissa, welcome to Life After Life. Thank you so much, Sandy. I'm so excited to be on this end of the podcast, you know, because <laughs> know it's, so so it's nice to be interviewed. Thank you for having me today. Why I asked you to give us some of your time, which I'm really, really grateful for, I wanted to ask you about manifestation. Now, I talk about it a lot, okay? I've done Bob Proctor. I think I get it, but I wouldn't call myself an expert. But I'd call okay. you an expert. <laughs> Thank you. So I'm going to ask you if you can explain to the listeners what exactly is manifestation? Sure. Okay. So let's try. I'm going to try to do it in the easiest way. So we're always attracting by our energy, the thoughts we think, the things we say, um, situations, people uh, back to us, right? So whatever we put out, you know, you've heard that, you know, put it, whatever you put out comes back to you. So it's basically kind of that. So, so what we want to do is we want to be, I call it conscious co-creators with the universe because we're manifesting so much unconsciously, right? It's like the more you focus on a problem and the more problems come your way, if that's what you're all talking about. If, if you notice people who complain a lot, they'll usually have a lot of things to complain about because they're putting all that energy into that, right? The complaining. So we want to shift it and what we want to do is we want to attract it's called the law of attraction we want to attract back to us those things we want in our life in you know in any area it could be your health it could be your relationships it could be your career it could be financial stuff so those are the things that we want to do so that's basically what manifestation is but there's a really important key component to manifestation if there's something you want but you don't think you could ever like deep down inside you don't think you could ever have it or you don't think you could ever like you don't think you're good enough to have it it's not going to come to you so you have to work on the inside along with you know um what it is on the outside that the actions that you need to take to help manifest those things in your life so for example if let's say you always wanted to drive i don't know a tesla porsche a really expensive car right 
but you can't picture yourself owning it and you don't think you could ever afford it. Well, it's not going to come to you because that's what you really feel. That's the energy that you're putting out there. So you have to be able to say, oh yeah, I deserve a car like that and I'm going to have it. One day it's going to be mine because I can see myself driving it. I can feel it inside, you know? So those are the things that we want to do with manifestation. And there's things that, you know, we have to work on. It's not like you can just sit on your couch and go, you know, I want the love of my life to show up. And all of a sudden, there's going to be a knock your door. Although it could happen that way, but, you know, there's things you have to do to get to that point, right? Those are the He's not going to charge through the door on his white steed. <laughs> <laughs> Sword aloft. <laughs> no, not usually, but I'll never say never because you never know, right? You might manifest it. No, I totally right. get it. And I love that. I love the way you say that it starts with you because, you know, mm -hmm. we really have to believe in ourselves, don't we? We have to believe that we're capable. Mm -hmm. and, and that we deserve it. Deserving that we deserve that. it. Yeah, that's so true. And, you know, a lot of it now, I'm not going to say that this is the case for everybody, but I do right. know that a lot of our because you said it there, a lot of our self-beliefs, um, come from a lack of money like mm -hmm. I'll never afford that or that's way out mm -hmm. of my price range you know because right. you know a lot of us are probably brought up you know I was brought up in a mm -hmm. in a council house social housing as you call it over in the states mm -hmm. and you know a single mother you know so mm -hmm. my fundamental beliefs are I'll never afford it and I keep right. having to tell myself you know of course you can you know and yes I'm, I just I feel I deserve it of course I deserve it but I keep having to remind myself of that right. how do people get past those limiting beliefs though oh it's money is a big one so yeah. if you look at money as just another form of energy and it really doesn't mean anything it's just it's mm -hmm. just we use money as an energy exchange right that's all that it is so if you could start True. Like separating the the thing about the money, like, oh, you know, the, my bank account needs to look like this. Your bank account can look like whatever you want it to look like. So you have to believe that you deserve it. And a lot of it is a self-esteem issue. Like, for example, probably 99.9% .9 of the population on somewhere in their life thinks they're, they're not enough. They're not good enough. They're not smart enough. They're not, we always have these and not enough. So those are the things that hold us back. But it's, you're no different than the billionaire, you know, living on the other side. But to see the billionaire believes they deserve the money and that's why they have the money because it's really just an energy exchange. So I always tell people with money to look for what your money story is, right? So you said you were from the council house. So you know what your money story came from. Yeah. I know my money story. It was always like, oh, we're, we're you know, it's going to be okay. It's just enough, right? So there's always just enough. So for me to change that story to being like, there's, I want it to be way more than just enough. I want it to be constantly flowing. It takes practice. And I say start small. So if you're looking at your bank account and you have, um, I don't know, 100 euro in your account or $100, you know, it's hard to picture 10 million. But it may not be too hard to imagine 1,000. That's not that much of a jump. So you start in small increments. And you can play a lot of fun money games with yourself, too. Like you can, it's like it's an exchange. So 
so you can leave money like I always like to like leave like a couple dollars like in weird places you know just for people to find because it's an exchange of 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 the money you know so what we're doing is we're getting the feel of you know okay so I'm gonna put money out because I know it's gonna come back to me and you can also write yourself a check I always tell people to do this think of a big money number that you want say it's mm -hmm. 10 million euro 100 100 million euro whatever it is 100 million dollars that sounds crazy right like a hundred million. but you can write yourself a check and put it somewhere where you see it all the time you know so put it on your 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 refrigerator your bathroom mirror or somewhere where you see it all the time in your name because little things seep into our subconscious and that's how we start to change the dynamic of our relationship to money and i would really ask yourself what's my money story what did i inherit because we also not only do we inherit the dna of what we look like our eye color our hair the whole thing we inherit our family's money story so if poverty was always the money story you're you're coming from a poverty energy and that's why you're not attracting money you have to come from an abundance energy and it takes work to change it. It doesn't just happen overnight, right? It yeah, doesn't. it takes work. Yeah. And I started yes. doing this a few years ago because, you know, I'm not independently wealthy. I'm not going to lie. I wish I was. Yeah. Um, I, I should say I'm not independently wealthy yet. Okay. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. But a few years yes. ago, I, I learned this concept of putting it out there. And because if mm -hmm. one thing that I learned is that if you hold on to money, Okay, if you mm -hmm. continuously just keep, and I'm not saying p for people to go out and blow their savings, but if you hold on to that really, really tight, then you're subconsciously sending out the message that you don't have enough. And then right. that becomes a belief. So you have right. to actually, it's like the speculate to accumulate thing, isn't it? Now, I'm not a gambler, mm -hmm. don't get me wrong. But like if you give the, the $5 or five euro tip to, right. you know, a server or to your hairdresser, like I set up a direct debit to a charity, mm -hmm. you know, small things because I didn't have a lot of money. But that started right. to come back. You know, the exactly. business started to take off once I started putting this energy out there. You know, I wasn't holding on to every penny, as my mother used to say when we were growing up, make a prisoner of every penny, you know. But that put on yeah. the idea that we never had enough. You know, I know we, we didn't. Exactly. We rarely had enough, you know. But um, right. yeah, so I totally get what you're saying. And I hope this is resonating with people because you don't have to, you know, it could be a euro to the man that's right. playing music outside the supermarket, you know. It doesn't mm -hmm. have to be a lot of money. But if you give, you get back. And I love that idea. Yeah, I you can buy somebody a coffee, you know, who's yeah. who you don't know, a stranger, you know, you've heard stuff. Or like I said, I like to hide money in places. So I'll put, if I go to a bookstore, I'll put like a, a $5 bill in a book. I don't know who's going to find it, but somebody's going to find it, right? So yeah. it's just a little way, and that's not going to break me. I'm, you know, we're not, like you said, we're not talking about, Blowing your life savings. No, exactly. Just a little thing. And it doesn't have to be every day. It can be once a quarter. But once you start putting that energy out, it does come back. Yeah. You know, really it definitely comes back. 
Oh yeah. yeah, I love it. Now I always talk about the flip side of life, okay? Because mm-hmm. we have to know, understand that there's a flip Absolutely. side. So I'm always saying, and and, and I, I'm just wondering, do you buy into this as well? That if you put out negativity, then you're still going to get negativity back because it's whatever yes. you put out there, everything's not going to be good. So, you know, when people say to me, you know, oh, I hope they get a puncture in the car, you know, because it would give me a lift, you know, just a small one. Well, you know, that's right. probably something that's going to happen to you if you put that out there into the universe. Yes. Do, yes. You, do you buy that as well? You know, that the negativity can also come back? Oh, I know for a fact. <laughs> yes, and it, it's true. You do have to be conscious of, you know, of, of what you put out there. Um, so I think, like, have you ever met somebody and you're like, the energy of that person turns you off right away? Like, you just feel their negativity. And they don't have to say that much. It, it just could be because yeah. you can feel it on them. Like I yeah. said, so that's what everything is energy so the universe is responding to our energy so i like i was saying earlier some people who love to complain will always find stuff to complain about because problems keep arising for them because they keep attracting it so you know and that's why i share in this in in my book and everything that i talk about gratitude and being so grateful for what we already have and it's like and this works with money too every time you pay a bill you know, you know, you have to pay your bill, you know, you're like, uh, say thank you. Say thank okay. you. Because I am able to pay my bills. Thank you. That's like if true. you shift the energy about it, that has a powerful effect. And the more you do it, the easier it becomes when you're paying those bills. You're like, oh, I got to write this, you know, $200, you know, cable bill or whatever, you know. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you that I can afford cable. Thank you that I can afford the inter- having the inter- access to the internet. And it shifts stuff. It really, really works. And you can do that in any area of your life. Your health, thanking your body all the time for everything it does for you. Oh, my God. will totally shift how you manifest health in your life. I mean, it's amazing. It's amazing. But it takes practice. It's like working out. It's like, you know, you work out our muscles. You have to work this out. We're not... We're not programmed to be positive all the time, you know, for survival skills, I guess back, you know, when we had to like (laughs) look over our shoulders so we didn't get eaten, you know, we're we're trained to look for the negative, the problems, the situation, you know, so it takes practice to look around you and go, you know, I'm so thankful for this. I'm so thankful I have this, but the more you do it, the easier it becomes and the more... And it brings more joy into your life because then, you know, you'll say, oh, my God, I really have a lot more than I thought I did. You know, yeah. what am I complaining about? Look at all I have. And that is is one of the most powerful tools to manifesting is gratitude. You'll manifest faster if you're gra- if you're in living gratitude than anything else. And it's I like, have to admit, like, you know, you're saying that and I'm like gobsmacked because, mm-hmm. you know, I just paid my property tax in the other day and I was like, oh, these <laughs> I've already paid for the house. I don't want to be paying a tax to live here. You know, so it was kind of that. I should have said, well, thank you. Thank you because I have my lovely home that I love. And yeah, because it, so yeah, it definitely changes things. It's it's I amazing when you more of that. practice. 
Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I have to add that to my daily routine. I have a daily routine of gratitude when I'm brushing my teeth in the morning. And then in the evening, I say thank you to my guides, my angels. And now I have to say thank you for everything as well. But, you know, it does just become people probably think, oh, God, that's too much work. It actually just becomes routine, doesn't it? You know? Yeah, it just becomes routine, you know, when you go, you know, into your to make yourself some food, you can yeah. say thank you. I'm so, you know, I'm so happy and, and thankful that I have food to eat. You know, you could just start training yourself to say it throughout your day. So you don't even have to set any time aside. You can, you know, I love my house so much. <laughs> I do I just love my space that every time I walk into it, I just, I just love it. I say thank you when I'm in my bed at night. I love my bed. I'm a big. Sli- I love sleep. You know, so it's like, <laughs> I love I'm nodding my head. I love my sleep too. <laughs> I just, I'm so grateful to it, you know, and grateful yeah. for it. And I, but I've trained myself. I mean, it wasn't, it wasn't always like this, you know. I had to go through some dark, hard stuff and go through some negativity to get to the other side. So, and I think we all, you know, and I don't want people to think that just because you start, Mm -hmm. you know, thinking differently, that Mm -hmm. bad stuff isn't going to happen. It's not. And you have to, uh, you know, experience lows to appreciate highs too. Okay. So there's still going to be negative stuff that you have to deal with, but you can increase your chances of having, you know, more satisfaction in everything, you know, by just putting out this positive energy. And I have to say, and people, you know, have different views about his politics and everything, but I do love Elon Musk. Now, and mm-hmm. you can say he came from a, a, a rich background. That's absolutely fine. And the same, you know, I'm talking about financially wise now with Donald Trump. Okay, mm-hmm. you can say his father gave him a million dollars to get started, whatever. Uh-huh. But the rest of it, they built up by themselves. They're and master they're, manifestors, whether you like them or not. They're master manifestors. Master manifestors. They, they, they believe they deserve it. I mean, you know, yeah. Donald Trump, the way he talks about himself, he, <laughs> whether he's a narcissist or not, he believes it and he believes it. And that's why I think that's amazing, though. I, I really do. Elon you know, I mean, Musk is Mm-hmm. I don't have to live yeah. in the States, so I can say that I like Donald Trump. I, but I like to listen to him when he talks about that. We can do this. And I and, and I kind of get into it, you know. I don't sit down. He and believes just, it. Just, right. Yeah. He believes it is So talking about, if you talk about it, you know, because, you know, people get crazy about politics. But if you talk yeah. about it in the forms of who's, a, who's manifesting, like, for yes. example, the Kardashians, they're not, you know, whatever, my favorite, but they're master manifestors, right? Because yeah. they have self-created these things so if you just look at it in those terms it does you don't have to like the person you know or not and you you mentioned something too uh, about the negative side I, I always like to say anytime I talk about it if you have a trauma happen to you or you know if you're a victim of something that doesn't mean that you created it in the sense that that doesn't mean that that's something that you wanted to happen, right? Mm-hmm. It happened. There may be some other reasons. I don't know what your journey for your life this time around is. Maybe there's some experiences you have to go through to get to forgiveness. Maybe you're working on forgiveness in this lifetime. I, I, I'm not sure, and it's not to judge. And I don't like to tell people to sugarcoat when terrible things happen. Okay. If something terrible happens, you need to grieve it. If you need to be angry, if you need to scream, if you need to curse people, you know, whatever you need to do, you need to do it. If you need to work with people to help you process, it's okay to be in that space. What you don't want to do is you don't want to live there. 
You know, you don't want to live in it. You don't want to live in the anger and the resentment because that's when you're going to start attracting more negative things into your life. You want to heal yourself as best you can and process it and then learn how to, you know, let things go so that you can open it up, open yourself up to abundance again. Because like you said, I mean, we're here on earth, right? So we're going to go through terrible experiences and there's no way around it. And some people in the movement don't like to talk about that stuff, but sometimes if something it's bad is happening, it's part of life. It's part of life. And I always say, you know, that if you hold on to the emotion attached to it, then you're still in that situation. You have exactly. to let it go. Now, it's easy for me to sit here and say that. I totally get it. This would have to be done in conjunction with your counselor, therapist, whatever you're going yes, through. But do look that, you know, beyond it. And to know that yeah. you have a life beyond it, that's the most important thing, you know? Yeah. Um, a lot of people in the spiritual movement never want to talk about the negative. Like, oh, we can't talk about that. Oh, you, oh no, because you're denying a, a, a real feeling. And if you deny yourself, it will manifest as some dis-ease somewhere else. That's what I really believe. And I don't want to hold on to resentment and anger. And believe me, there are some people that I can hold on to resentment and anger to. But I don't want later to come back and I manifest, you know, all these health issues in my body because I haven't allowed myself to feel it and allowed myself to be angry and allowed myself to be, you know, uh, grieving so that I could release it. You know, yes. so I'm not one of those, oh, we can't talk about the bad. No, you have to process the bad so that you can get to the good, like you said. Yeah. Right. Totally mm -hmm. agree. Totally agree. So can you explain to us then postcards to the universe? OK, because this is yeah. a movement that you set up to help people to manifest. So please yeah. tell us about this, how it works. Okay. So postcards to the universe is a creative way to manifesting. So because I'm a visual artist and my background is in photography, I have asked people to create a manifesting postcard. And basically, I'm sure you've and probably so many of your listen, listeners have heard of vision boards, kind of making yeah. a vision board, especially in the new year. So it's sort of like a vision board, but I tell people to make a, a, one, you know, a postcard for something specific that they want to manifest. And it could be in any area. It could be anything they want, you know, now, everything's on the table, yeah. and you can do a million postcards if you want. I have some people that send me a postcard for so many different things, for their trips, for relationships, for things they're buying a home, and to send me the postcard. So you make the postcard, and you send me the postcard. And I photograph it, and I create um, a photo of your postcard. And when the story uh, becomes the reality, I share the story. So... I have a book called Postcards to the Universe, Harness the Universe's um, Power and Manifest Your Dreams. And in it is 30 postcards, the photographs that I took, and their manifesting story. And so what they put on their postcard became their reality. So, yeah, wow. so that's the title of my book, which you can find on my website, postcardstotheuniverse.com. So I'm always asking on my weekly radio show, which is also called Postcards to the Universe, <laughs> um, people to send me manifesting postcards because I love getting them. And then what people will do is, you know, I mean, time 
depends on what they want to manifest. But sometimes things happen right away. Sometimes it may take yes. a couple of years. They'll say, you're never going to believe what happened. And I love getting that. You're never going to believe it. And then what they put on their postcard became their reality. So I like to do it in the creative visualizing way because I feel like when we're being creative, we're tapping into that creative energy. And that's the energy that we're putting out to the universe. And that's what the universe is responding to, that creative energy. It's very powerful for manifesting. Because you're in joy when you're making a postcard. Maybe you're looking through pictures. Say it's a vacation you want to take, you know, to Ireland. You know? Yes. <laughs> you know, you can make a postcard around all the places you want to go in Ireland. And you can be looking at pictures so you feel, you're feeling it as you're making it. And that's what the universe responds to. And then oh, I tell people to take a picture of it. Maybe put it as your phone screen or put it on your, you know, somewhere you see it all the time. I did that with my publishing contract. I wanted the book to get published. So I made a postcard that said I, you know, have a publisher for my book. And, yeah, it took a little while, but it happened. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. I, I've used vision boards and vision notebooks. So I've been doing this a while. So I'm going to give you an example, if I can, just so people get an idea of it. Okay, and this is a small, well, maybe a small one. But it was a big one for him. So my son is now 14. Okay, mm -hmm. so when he was younger, well, when he was about five, he asked for a violin. He plays a lot of instruments. But we put up vision boards and we put up all these um, pictures. He put up a picture of a baron, which he wanted to play, which, you know, the Irish drum. And he put mm -hmm. up a picture of... Um, an accordion and he didn't have an accordion okay. and I have to be honest we didn't have 3,000 euros to buy one so he put mm -hmm. up a picture anyway and said I want to play an accordion and he had the violin he was already playing the violin so anyway um, his great grandmother she passed away just last year she it was about maybe three months after he put this picture up and I hadn't said anything to her but she rang and she said would you bring Charlie who's my son in to see me I have something for him and Charlie was <laughs> called after her husband and okay. when I brought him in, she gave him his accordion. Okay. So then he put up a picture of a local competition, a flacule, and he said, I'm going to win a medal at the flacule. And it wasn't on for a couple of years with regards to the pandemic. But right. uh, this year he won a medal, a temporary medal at the flacule. So he was totally delighted with himself. So I know they're probably little things to a lot of people, but to him, this yes. like, these are to me, they're huge things. I'm so proud of him, you know, but this is how yeah. it works. Now, I, I was going to ask you, but you already said it there, that they have to keep a picture and look at it regularly. So he well, has, I suggest to keep it. So it's like yeah. always you're always kind of seeing it because then you're. Your brain will start to, you'll start to look for things. You don't even realize you're looking for you it. It's kind of like when you, buy, when you buy a new car, all of a sudden you'll see on the road, everybody has the same car that you purchased because you're aware of it now, you know? So it's that kind of, that kind of thing. But I love that your son said it in the I am. He said that in the affirmation yeah. as if it already happened. And that is key. Yeah. You don't want to say I want, you want to say I have or I am, I am because to, yeah. you're declaring it, right? So you're yeah. already like declaring that energy into the universe. I love that he did that that way. 
yeah. yeah so I love it and I have my own vision board going and I change things you know I change things regularly and this, there's a couple of things on there that I, I I'm kind of think from time to time you know am I aiming too high and then I think no I you know I deserve it or I'm working towards it you know it's not a, a this year thing but it's a future thing mm-hmm. so you know I totally love that and I love this postcards thing now do you publish those books or do you just put you put them on the website or you know the um, so so each week I post, I usually call it, I was calling it Magic Monday Message because I was doing it on Mondays. I'm still doing it on Mondays, but I basically call them Magical Messages. And it's on all my social media. And so it'll be a photograph of a postcard that I got or an affirmation. And it always has an affirmation. So what got published is the actual postcards that I've taken where the people have written me the stories of I put this on my postcard and then this came true. You know, people, somebody who wanted to buy a house, how they got the house that they wanted, a lot of about some relationships, starting a new business, creating a brand. So all these things became these people's um, reality and physical, it manifested in physical form. So that's what I shared in the book. Um, postcards to the universe, harness the universe's power and manifest your dreams. And then I broke the book up in four areas because these are usually where we want to manifest in relationships, health, career, and finances. Right? Yeah, <laughs> Our financial of course. <laughs> so each chapter at the end of the book, I have writing exercises and it helps us get clear on specifically what we want to manifest. And some fun um, games we can play and tips we can do that help us manifest quicker. So that's what's in the book. Yeah. So, so I'm always postcards to the universe, harness the universe's power and manifest your dreams. Okay. And you can find the book. Everything is on my website to all my social media. And then you can find the book which you can purchase on Amazon or Barnes and Noble or even at certain bookstores, you know, that you can Perfect. find the book. So there. I'll put wow. all the links that people need in the description box okay. attached to the podcast. Okay. So people can okay. find it. Yeah. I think this is brilliant because I think too, you know, it can be hard when you're manifesting something and you know, okay, well, it didn't happen this week. It didn't happen this week. And right. you know, it can take time, you know, and to mm-hmm. see other people's success stories, you mm-hmm. know, and, and that drives you on. And as you mm-hmm. say, believe it, because, you know, um, another example from my own life, and I'm going to ask you for some examples, if you, if you can share some, but sure. I wanted, um, I wanted to travel with my business. Okay. Mm-hmm. And when I started it like years ago, I'm going back maybe eight years or so. And um, I put up on my vision board, I wanted to go to the States. Okay, I'd been on holidays, but I wanted to go and do some work over there. So I got invited just a couple of weeks later to work in Canada. Okay, but I specifically had on my vision board. So three months after putting that up on my vision board, I did my first show in New York City. I'll see. Three months. Okay. So now not everything will happen that quickly, I promise. Okay. But it is definitely it does work yes it works and the thing is is once you put it out there you have to believe it have faith that it's going to come to you and then stop don't think if you start asking when how all the questions what you're doing is you're having even though you don't think you are you're 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 resisting um it coming to you because you have to dictate you know well when is it going to be here well it's not here yet so if you're saying it's not here yet then what are you focusing on it not coming to you so there 
you have to, that's why it's easier to manifest small things. So people will say, start small. Like you can start with, I'm, every time you go to a shopping center or a shopping mall, you're going to get the perfect parking spot because you're not really attached to it. If you know, but you can play like small games or, or things that maybe like one time I played a game with myself and I said, I just wanted to see how quickly it would happen. And I said, I'm going to, I'm going to find a, a pink feather. Now, you wouldn't usually find a pink feather. It's obviously got to be yeah, artificial, definitely. right? Yeah. So I'm like, <laughs> and I tell you no lie, three days later, there was, I was walking and there was a pink feather on the ground. No because way. I really didn't care if I found the pink feather. You know, it wasn't like, but if I say, I want my, you know, dream home on the ocean, that's got more a physical, that's got an attachment to it. So we you. have to like... So I always tell people, play around, try small stuff that maybe it's like a friend of mine said she was going to manifest a ladybug and she literally 15 minutes later was cleaning her craft room and found a plastic ladybug on her floor and oh. she texted me because that's like small stuff. So we can play in small areas to get us to practice with the big areas. So when you put it out there, trust that the universe is going to bring it to you and let it go and that's the hardest part is the letting it just go yeah. and i heard um and I, this has always helped me uh do you know louise hay do you remember louise hay from yes. hay house yes. okay she always talked about manifesting and this has always stuck with me and I've, I've never forget it she's like imagine when you go to a restaurant and you place your order for your dinner your cocktails your dinner whatever you're gonna have you don't follow the waiter into the kitchen and ask the chef, when's it coming? Are you going to put this in it? Is it going to look like this? You know, I, I, I'm on a clock here. I have to be done by, you know, 10 minutes. Or She said, so think of it as you're placing your order with the universe and let the universe, a.k.a. the chef, work on your order and just sit back and know it's going to be delivered to you. You know, and of course, you take inspired action to work on it. So, yeah, of course, right. But I right. love that example. I really do. Yeah, and you know, and you know, um, maybe we'll get you to to delve into the inspired actions. But I guess you know, ordering or telling the chef what you want is an inspired action because you know he can't work right. on it until you tell them. Okay, right. so that's the whole idea: the vision boards, the postcards, yes. everything yes. like this. Okay. Yeah. Um, can people actually change their life? Oh, for sure. Oh, people can totally change. People can totally change their life. And I've heard people's stories where they have totally changed their life. I mean, as far as people healing their health alone by thinking different, you know, by by thinking different thoughts about their body and believing that their body can heal. I've seen people be able to heal diseases that way. I mean, it can really change your life. If you're doing something which is toxic in an environment, even if you're making money and it's toxic and you dream of doing something completely different, you can shift your whole life around by believing that you don't have to stay in this situation anymore. And I want to create you know, this whole other life for myself. And it may be on the other side of the world. You know, people do it all the time. It's believing that you can do it and believing that you deserve to have it. Those are the two really key ingredients. I think really always believing that you can and always believing that you deserve it. If you can get those two things down in your daily 
thoughts about your life, then yes, it's possible. And just have trust and faith that it's going to come to you at the right time. And you're going to start noticing circumstances. Like I don't believe in coincidences. So I always think like, if a book comes across my desk, I meet a certain person, um, they're always brought to me because I'm asking for something and I'm supposed to, this is helping me, you know, on my direction for my life. So I always tell people, look for all those synchronicities, look for all those coincidences, because they're not, they're signs from the universe, you know? Right. Yeah, mm -hmm. I totally agree with that. I really do. Um, Inspired actions, can you just delve mm -hmm. a little bit more into that for us? You know, because sure. it's very important that people realize that they shouldn't sit in watching X Factor on a Saturday night waiting <laughs> for all of this to happen, okay? You shouldn't just write the postcard and then sit back and wait. <laughs> Right. <laughs> Don't, you can't sit in front of Netflix and binge Stranger Things, right? Yes. <laughs> you have to like <laughs> so let's say, for example, um, okay, so I'm an author. <clears throat> so, I, you know, I'm a writer. So I've always dreamed of writing a book, right? I want to write a book. You have to actually physically write, correct? So you have to do it. So you may be very busy. You may have a full house and kids and a full-time job. If you don't set some time aside for yourself to write, your book is never going to be published. So an inspired action may be, I'm going to get up a half an hour earlier every morning for myself, make my tea or my coffee before I deal with the family and work, and I'm going to write for those 30 minutes and you set a timer, that would be taking an inspired action. For, for, for eventually, you're gonna have a book. Eventually, then you go through your edits and you try to either self-publish it or you find a publisher or an agent or whatever, screenplay, whatever it's gonna be. But you have to start somewhere. It's like an inspired action would be, I really wanna get healthy. I've lived on fast food and chips and all the things for so long. And it's, I'm, I'm, I'm going to get healthy. Well, maybe going from eating that way to completely being healthy isn't going to happen in one day. But I am going to, you know, stop buying myself the chips. I'll start with that. I just won't buy the potato chips anymore. I won't, I won't eat, I won't buy all that in my house. But you may still go out and maybe not pick the healthiest choices right away. So you're just starting. You're making the commitment and then you're leading yourself into that direction. If it's about money, inspired action, maybe I'm going to put $10 a week or 10 euro a week into a savings account. Just 10. Well, it's just going to start right there because there's something that I want to purchase for myself. And it's, you know, a bigger purchase than I normally would do it. That would be taking an inspired action. And then you're telling the universe, it, um, it's mine, it's mine. Right? I'm working towards it, meet me halfway. So you're basically yeah. asking them to meet you halfway. So for people listening now, okay, and they're thinking, right, I'm going to do this. What should be their first action? Well, their first action is to think about what it is they really want. And a lot of people don't know. That sounds strange. You think that everybody would know, but we really don't know. So what we'll say is, I just want to be wealthy. Well, why? What do you want to do with your wealth? You know, mm -hmm. so think about those things. Or I just want to be happy. Okay, well, what will make you happy? 
So those are the first things I would do is start asking myself the question because it's really the feeling about something that we want. So if it's a job that you want to be fulfilled in and you're not, ask yourself, is it I want to be fulfilled in my career? Okay, what steps do I need to take to, for that to make that a reality? So if it's I really want to be happy, but I don't like the relationship I'm in, the house I live in, the job I'm in, whatever it is, you have to know what that is first. And then once you know, you have to think, okay, well, so what will make me happy? And a lot of people are afraid of that because it requires sometimes some radical changes, right? It, it may require yeah. you quitting a job. It may require you moving. It may require you ending a relationship. So that's why a lot of people don't really, aren't always ready to answer those questions because- yeah. Some of the things are big. So I would start there. And then once you establish what that is, then find ways to make a move in that direction. Just take one small step to make a move into that direction of where you want to be. And of course, make a postcard around it and send it to of me. Of course, send it to you. And I said, and then, start small as well, because if you put down that you want to lose 50 pounds and it's not gone within a month, you know, you're right. going to lose, you know, you're going to think, well, you know what, this doesn't work. So put down, you know, that I'm going to lose five pounds or something, you know, mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. and because I think if you have some success, it's going to drive you. Yes, absolutely. And I wouldn't put a number on the poundage. I would say okay. I'm going to drop excessive weight that I don't need to carry anymore. Okay. You okay. know, it, I'm oh. dropping the excessive weight that I don't need to carry because it will just start to, if you start to take healthier choices, it doesn't matter how many pounds you are, but you're saying I have this excessive weight that I don't need to carry anymore. So I'm just going to drop it. So I know that you ask people to make powerful and magical manifesting postcards. So explain to us powerful, because, you know, um, I have always said to the kids, you know, it's easy to go onto the Internet or to go into a magazine and cut out a picture of something you want. Mm -hmm. But if you draw it, you're you're, you know, you're inspired or you're invested in it. You know, is yes. what you mean. Mm. Well, I love it when people go get super creative with their postcards mm -hmm. and they draw something or they paint something. I had an artist uh, do it on little wood cutouts. She painted a, a, a picture of what she wanted on these little wood like scraps of wood that she had in her in her home for whatever reason and they were like small little pieces of wood so there's so many things that you can do some people don't feel that they can be creative so they just like you know they need to see the magazines and the you know well, that's printing so from which is fine which is fine too but if you if you want to like I always say create the sacred space to be like when we were kids. Remember how much fun it was to make art and, and stuff when we were, yes. we were little kids. And so I tell people, shut off your phone, tell your family not to bother you, light a candle, burn some incense, put some really nice music on, sit down with all your arts and crafts and your magazines or pictures or drawing. It doesn't have to be perfect. It just has to be, it's from you. You want to put your energy and your fingerprint on it. And that's what makes it powerful because when people really get into the space of it, 
oh my God, they get so excited. So before the pandemic, I was having more um, in-person workshops where people would come and we would create postcards together. Of course. And, and in the beginning, everybody would be super reserved, you know, like they would like, oh, they're all the being the adult, right? Like I'm this person. And, and I always have people like introduce themselves and we do a couple little quick writing exercises to get clear. And as the time goes on, and we're cutting out stuff and I have so much arts and crafts stuff. I have stamps and stickers and so many fun things and glitter. All, you see the little kid come out in them and that's the energy that I want. That's what I want. I want you to tap into that because I believe kids are master manifestors and they just don't realize that they are because they don't realize that they don't, they don't see all the obstacles to getting something. They see they want no. something and they're like, I want it and I'm going to have it. And it appears. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and we do that. <laughs> yeah. But it's, it's we, as parents, we give kids our limiting beliefs and that's going yes. to happen. You know, if we have of them, we're going to have them. So um, right. I love that. And I, and I'm going to say this and I hope you don't mind that I'm saying it because you are in the States and a lot of people listening will be in Ireland. You can send me your postcards. And I will photograph them and send them on to Melissa. You don't have to send them to the States if you don't want to. Oh, yeah, I didn't. You know what, Sandy? I didn't even think about that. But if you don't mind sending them and paying oh. the post, please, because I love the stamps when I'm actually creating a whole journal from my um, three weeks because I was there for like three weeks. So yes. I'm like, I bought stamps. I have euros. I have like the whole thing. So I'm just creating a whole journal around my whole experience. And I'm having so much fun creating and tapping into it because that's my thing. If, if that's my joy. Being creative yeah. is my joy. And if people so send them to me, not... I can either photo them and just send you the photographs or I can parcel them up and send you one big parcel. I have no problem doing that. Oh, thank you so much. Yeah, no I, I tell I tell people letting it go is part of it. And a lot of people don't like to let it go because they'll create something so beautiful. And then they're like, oh, but I got to let it go. Yeah, that's yeah. part of it. You're sending it, you're sending it to you're sending it out to the universe. Right. So exactly. I like the simple act of telling people to like send it out. Yeah. You know, because you're telling you know, the universe, it. then it's mm -hmm. it's an action. It's a, it's a, what did we call it? An inspired action. So you're not just keeping it in your mind, you know, right. you're putting it out there and it gives you somewhere to send it and it creates yeah. accountability too. It creates accountability too. And you'd be amazed at the things that will happen. I mean, some of the stories as in the book that I got are, are just unbelievable. Like I, I, like there really are like you really that like is crazy that you say that's crazy that happened but we are so powerful we don't realize how powerful we are and i that's why my favorite word is like magic i love the word magic because i feel like we can create magic we really are our own little wizards you know <laughs> And as I said, you just have to look at them. Okay, we, we spoke about a couple of controversial figures, but even if you look at, I can't remember his name, the guy that started Amazon. I remember reading about him and he started in his garage. Oh, Jeff Bezos? Isn't it Jeff Bezos? Isn't that yes, the Amazon it is. Yeah. And he had um, an old door that he used as his desk. And this is where Amazon started from. And look at him now. And he just believed it. You know, of course, this is going to happen and look at him now, you know, so we exactly. like him or hate him, you know, he did it. So it right. does work. And don't be afraid of change. Do people tell you that they're afraid of the change? 
That's what I was saying earlier when I was saying when people say, well, I just want to be happy. And then they realize, well, I have to leave my marriage to be happy. I have to leave this 20-year career to be happy. I have to move to be happy. And so, yes, people are very afraid of change because we love our, you know, we do the same thing every day. I bet you most people me included, I get out of my bed in the same way every day. I don't go to the other side of the bed to get out of my bed. I brush my teeth the same way every day. You know what I mean? We like our routines and our rituals. They bring us comfort. So shaking things up a little is scary. And if it's the big stuff, it's super scary. So I always tell people, you know, just be compassionate with yourself. If it's you need to leave your marriage and that's too scary, maybe just spend a little more time with yourself and with friends for right now. So you can have a little bit more joy in your life, you know, like you can go and spend more time with your friends or maybe take some trips with friends, small trips. If, you know, if you can do that, if you can financially afford it, or if you're able with your children, you know, just to bring a little bit of space and distance so you can kind of feel the joy and maybe it's going to take a while to leave the marriage if that's what is going to make you happy. Or if it's the career, maybe you don't quit your job, but you start just looking elsewhere. Maybe just start looking, right? So get get your toes wet. And that's what I tell people to do, you know? Get your toes wet. Sounds so easy. It is. It's scary. Yeah, and again, even when you're talking about marriages and stuff, you know, you have to always come back to what you deserve. Exactly, exactly. And if you don't think you deserve it, it's never. It doesn't matter how many postcards you make. Doesn't matter how many affirmations you say. If you don't believe you deserve it, yeah, the universe is going to say, "Well, I mean, you don't think you deserve it, so, or it'll give it to you, and you won't be able to hold on to it." Like, and that's a big example. Like if you've ever seen, they call it the curse of lotto winners. Why so many people who win the lottery can't hold on to the money because they have a poverty mentality even after they've won millions of dollars. So they cannot hold on to the money. It's all energy. I'm telling you, if you look at money as just a form of energy, it, it changes something. It does. It's not nothing. You can rip it. It really is nothing. It's just energy exchange. That's all it is, right? Yeah. I'm definitely going to have to, to, to shift more of my my thinking, but, you know, it, it does sound so promising. And I know it works, so it's just been, mm-hmm. you know, I think sometimes you get complacent in everything you do and you have to yes. pull in the reins every now and again and think, okay, well, I need to get back yeah, yeah and, and and I'm not always chipper. Sometimes I wake up and I'm mean and mad and mm-hmm. I'll give myself that. I'll be like, all right, well, I just want to be pissed off at the world today and I'm going to be pissed off today, you know, and it's like, don't call me. I don't want to talk to anybody and I allow myself that time and okay, all right, I did it. Now it's time to move on. You know, I can't be like that all the time because then, you know. But you have to indulge to yourself a little bit too. Yes, yeah, you have to. Have yeah. to. Mm-hmm. So I yeah. know that you do programs around this. I know you talk about in person, but you do have some online programs and stuff and all the information's mm-hmm. on the website. So again, I'll drop mm-hmm. the link in the description box attached. But before I let you go, you do have a freebie that you want to offer the yes. listeners. So I created a, it's like 44 pages. It's a PDF and it's called Manifesting Through Gratitude. And so it teaches that and and it has a visual component because everybody I know nowadays, unless you're my father, 
you have a phone with a camera. And so that's the old flip phone. <laughs> right? So we get to use our, our phone, since we always have it with us, as a camera to help us manifest through gratitude. So if it's a brand new Mercedes that you want and you're going to work on it, every time you see a Mercedes, you're going to take a picture of it because it's going to be a reminder that this is what it is. If it's a relationship, it's couples holding hands. I mean, you don't want to be too creepy. like, But, you know, if you see couples <laughs> holding hands, you take a picture. It's things that remind you, romantic, you know, things. like. So you're using a visual component and gratitude to manifest. That's so it's called idea. manifesting through gratitude. So to get it, it's a freebie. All you have to do, and I do not send out newsletters barely like every once in a while so you're not gonna get a lot of spam from me so if you sign up for my newsletter it comes automatically in your email and um, like I said it's a PDF so you can you can see it and I have all these writing exercises and fun little things that you can do to manifest through gratitude and also you get a how to make a manifesting postcard like I tell a little thing to tell you how to make one so yeah just sign up for my newsletter on postcards to the universe Dot com and then you'll get it mm-hmm. and you get yeah. all the information you need mm-hmm. thank you so much you make it sound so um easy but i know that there was a bit of thinking behind it but i mean once people know that it pays off i think that you know that's what people yeah. are looking for to know that yeah. it does work and look if someone like bob proctor can build a whole empire around this I thought bob proctor i know I mean, I know, God rest his soul. I get it. Um, I get the newsletter still, so I know. Yeah, me too. <laughs> Bless him. Um, so look, and you know, there is a lady called Sandy actually that that, that was his partner who's taken over the business now. So, mm-hmm. and she's amazing too. Um, I think everybody called Sandy is amazing. <laughs> um, so thank you so much for explaining it, explaining it to us and explaining how we can get started. And uh, we look forward to maybe having you back at some stage in the future. And, you know, if people can get their postcards to maybe later in the year, we can do a catch up and bring some of these people. Oh, uh, oh my God. I would love that so much. Yeah. Yes, let's do that. So that means that you have to, important. you have to send one. <laughs> you have to do yeah, it. You have to and send you, one. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm you know, so to get a hold of if anybody has any questions you can email me my email's right on my website um you know so they can if they have any questions about making a postcard or if they're confused about anything and um i'm also uh on ohm times radio each week um with postcardsuniverse.com at 4 p.m eastern time that's in the states time eastern that's right, but i create podcast live every week I do my podcast from my radio show, but then I upload it and you'll see all the podcasts on the website too. So if anybody has anything specifically that resonates with them that they want to listen to, yeah. And I'm, like I said, my door is always open. A lot of people send me questions and they'll say, okay, but I'm confused. I don't really know how to do this or, and yeah, so just reach out. And of course I'm on social media. Postcards everywhere is po- postcards to the universe. You'll find <laughs> postcards everywhere. everywhere. Yeah, it's all postcards to the universe. Um, and I would have all the links below. And as I say, you're more than welcome to send them to me, and I'll package them all together and send them over to Melissa. And if you just put Sandy Byrne Medium Thurless, I get stuff all the time that just has that on it. So, um, but you know, you will find the full address on my website too. And um, I would love to do a follow up and find out people's. So, I mean, it's a, it's a great time to start. You know, it's, it's the beginning of January. So people are, you know, looking for the changes. Perfect time. It would 
be so so amazing maybe in November or December to come back with the mm-hmm. success stories. So I'm going to put yeah. that in my diary to remind me. Yeah, I'd love Oh, that. yeah, that would be good because as you're starting a new year, 2023, let's see what it is we can bring in this year for ourselves, right? I agree. And yeah, yeah, and it can be anything. <laughs> yep. I want to hear all the success stories. I want to know what you got for yourself. Melissa, okay. thank you so much for taking time to ch- chat to us today. And we look forward to talking to you maybe later in the year. Thank you so much, Sandy. It was such a pleasure being here. I really had a good time. Thank you. I'd love to chat to you. Um, and guys, I will catch up with you in the next episode. Until then, take care and stay safe. Discussing everything about the after.